Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. Um, The reading is from Psalm 116, starting at verse 1. I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. Because he turned his ear to me, I will call on him as long as I live. The cords of death entangled me. The anguish of the grave came upon me. I was overcome by trouble and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. O Lord, save me. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. The Lord protects the simple-hearted. When I was in great need, he saved me. Be at rest once more, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. For you, O Lord, have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, therefore I said, I am greatly afflicted. And in my dismay I said, all men are liars. How can I repay the Lord for his goodness to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have freed me from my chains. I will sacrifice a thank offering to you and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please do have a seat and make yourselves comfortable because we've got a special guest arriving soon. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a... Whoa! Look at all that food. Oh, hello. Is that yours? I guess you lot must have brought it. I love, I love Harvest. It's absolutely fantastic, isn't it? I, I, I love all the new produce. Um, I love, thanks. Uh, I, I love all the, uh, all the food that you can get out of, thanks, at Harvest. I, I especially love steak. That's my favourite. With some nice fresh veg and fried mushrooms. Oh, it's making my mouth water just to think about it. Mm-mm. I didn't mention who I was, did I? I I'm Thomas. Uh, don't let the tweeds put you off. I'm a musician. Yeah? <laughs> Hence the guitar. Uh, in fact, I, I write, oh, dabble in the odd song every now and again. That one that you just read, Psalm 116. That's one of mine, that is. It is. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm so thankful for Harvest. I love food. And I love... Mars bars. Chocolate. Ten. Not two. Anyway, I love Mars... Which is pretty... If wrong way up. It's pretty good because they haven't invented them yet. Anyway, never mind. I love uh, harvest. I love food. I love Mars bars. But even more than all those things, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. It's not something that happens naturally, you know. You're not born loving the Lord. Quite the opposite, in fact. Um, it's not something that suddenly you wake up one morning and zap, pow, you love the Lord. Doesn't work like that. You can't go to school to learn to love the Lord. Uh, you can't go to university and learn to love the Lord. You can't do a theology degree and learn to love the Lord. No, loving the Lord comes around in a very different way. Some people would say quite a weird way, actually. 
Well, let me explain a little bit about how I really learned to love the Lord. I'll not go into specifics, but I'll tell you this. I was in danger. Real danger. You could say I was in desperate danger. You know, at those moments that you get when, uh, I don't know, you're on your bike and you have a near miss, the ones you don't tell your mum about, uh, or you're in the car and, and it's the same sort of thing and the adrenaline starts pumping through your veins and your heart starts going boom, 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 and your body goes like that. Well, it was like that, but it was like that for weeks. Weeks on end, I was in desperate danger. And to tell you the truth, by the end of it, I was tired out. I was tearful. I was depressed. It, it felt, if I'm honest with you, like I was definitely going to die. Like the earth would come up and swallow me like the grave. But even worse than that, even worse than that, I was on my own. On my own. Uh, well, there were a few people still around, but... They just gave me such terrible advice. They said, snap out of it. Just try harder. Be self-assertive. Be confident. Well, that wasn't the truth. The truth was there was only one thing that was going to rescue me. Only one thing that was going to save me. I felt sick. It makes me feel sick now just to think about it. But you know what? Unless I'd recognised that I was in desperate danger, I don't think I'd have realised the most important thing ever. Are you listening? You see, when there was no one there, when there was nothing that I could do, when there was no hope whatsoever, I realised something. I realised that I believed in God. There was somebody there, somebody who could make a real difference, somebody who could do something about it. Uh, it, was, it was amazing. And so there in my bed that night, I, I, I cried out to God. Like a, a cat that's got rid of all its nine lives or a man before a firing squad. I shouted out to God, please save me. And you know what? He heard. Yeah, we sometimes forget that God hears us, don't we? He does hear us because he's a, a good God, a good God who hears. We forget that he listens to the little things and the big things. He listens to the bad things and he listens to the good things too. Well, God heard me. He said, I'm going to do something about it. What did I do? It's obvious, isn't it? In fact, it's that obvious. I'm going to stick it on here. And remind you that it's obvious. There is an obvious response when God decides he's going to do something about it. Well, you you accept his rescue. You accept it. It, You don't go to a party and get given a glass of wine. You don't go to parties and get given glasses of wine at all. Uh, But you don't go to a party and get given a good glass of wine, stick it on the table, cross your arms and look at it all night, do you? No way. You pick it up, you taste it and see how good it is. You don't get lost in a maze and then come across a sign that says, exit this way and go in the opposite direction. You don't, like, you know, if you're drowning, like a drowning man, or if you are properly drowning, and a lifeguard reaches out his hand, you don't not grab it. You grab it. You accept the rescue. Accept the rescue. You know, there's nothing like a crisis to help you see that there is a God there to help you see that he is a good God too. I mean, God is kind. God is caring. 
God's with us means that we can have peace and hope and wipe away tears. You know what? I reckon that God had my best interests at heart when he put me in that really dangerous situation. Because if I hadn't have hit rock bottom, I'd have never realised how good God and his rescue is. And you know what? He didn't rescue me to put me back in the same place. Oh no, oh no. He rescued me to put me somewhere even better. You know, once you've learned that God hears, well, you want to talk to him about absolutely everything, don't you? You want him to know what's going on, the small things, the big things. You want him to hear the good things and the bad things. You want to talk to him in the morning, in the evening and right the way through the day. Not only that, but I'm going to make sure other people know too. I'm going to make sure that they know that I trust God and I'm not doing things for myself anymore. I want them to know that, that I pray and I ask him things. I want them to know that making promises to God and keeping them is absolutely brilliant. One more thing though, just as a finish. I reckon everybody needs a rescue at some point. Everybody needs a rescue. So when you do, just remember my experience Remember this psalm, that is why I wrote it after all, and realise God rescues. So when you need it, let him. God rescues, so when you need it, let him. I love the Lord. Praise the Lord. Everyone needs a rescue. I sat in my bed, 17, with a a Bible in one hand and a journey into life in the other little booklet that explains what Christianity is all about and I think that's the night when I look back on it that God made his rescue more clear he showed me who Jesus was and all he'd done as I look back I can see clearly now what I don't think I saw too clearly then that I was in desperate danger that's what this psalm is trying to point out to us It is a picture of the danger that I and all of us are in. I didn't realise it much then. My little book explained it to me in very small print. So I'm going to have to put my glasses on and admit that I'm getting old. Um, it, It said this. Sin, rebelling against God, turning your back on him is like a thick cloud which blots out the sun. That is why God seems miles away. He is pure and holy. He hates sin. He cannot and will not look on sin. It blocks the way to him. Sin cuts you off from God in this life and in the life to come. Now, I remember feeling uncomfortable reading that. Pretty uncomfortable. I remember feeling a little bit scared. That's what desperate danger leads us to feel, isn't it? But I knew that it was true. And I knew that God only wanted me to see the danger so that I could see how good the rescue was. How good he was. So in, uh, at 17, sat in my bed, God heard me say, please help. Please save me. Um, it was easy really because I, I knew that help was waiting. Six months previously, a load of uh, friends or, or you know, people who were becoming friends um, had told me a lot about Jesus. Uh, they told me about his life. Uh, I knew that he claimed to be God in a body. Uh, I knew about his death. But up until that point, I don't think I'd quite understood that Jesus died to rescue me from desperate danger. Jesus died so that I can be put right with a good God who hears. What did I do? An obvious response. 
How did our little, uh, little uh, psalmist Thomas put it? I pick up the cup of salvation. I'm sorry, God. Thanks for Jesus. Please help. A free gift. One that I accepted willingly. And no flashes of lightning. No little sort of chorus of angels turn up in the corner to sing with my prayer. Uh, in fact, I think I just went, um, sort of rolled over and went back to sleep. But in the morning, I woke up with a question. Uh, it's the question our psalmist asked in verse 12, and a question that maybe some of you asked, have asked at times. What shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness? Well, two simple things and one big thing. Uh, the simple ones. Verse 2 of our passage says, I will call on the Lord, um, the name of the Lord, as long as I live. One little word, pray. You know, what can you return to the Lord? Pray. Stop doing this, um, just, uh, just praying when trouble comes. Start to make it a daily habit. Keep a prayer diary. As you're walking to school or walking to work or driving to work, why don't you just tell God, oh, this is what I've got in the day. What do you think about this? Have a little chat about it with him and such like. And as you go through the day, fire off those little arrow prayers. If you're chatting to somebody, well, I just pray for that person if you're helping to solve a problem. If you've got a decision to make, please help me, God, to make this decision. Come on Wednesday to the prayer meeting and pray with other people as well. And the second thing, be a bit more public with who you are now that God has rescued you. I think all of us find this pretty difficult, don't we? I know I do, but a couple of tips. The things that I've found that I've tried to practice. Well, start to talk about Jesus in normal conversation. Oh yeah, Jesus was teaching me that this morning in my Bible study. Yeah, I was chatting to Jesus about that the other day. Just start to talk about Jesus a little bit more. At special times, or when you've learnt stuff from God, or he has helped you, well make sure you tell somebody about it in your church family or outside your church family. Let's let's just tell people about how good God is and the things that he's doing. Um, And ask God to give you people to chat to, to share things with. But the big thing, and I guess the take-home thing, is this. Everyone, everyone at some point needs a rescue. So when you realise that you do, remember Psalm 116. God rescues, so when he does, let him. God rescues, so when he does, let him. I love the Lord. Praise the Lord.